G'day, this is John from Your Next Car Finder. On this podcast, to test drive or not to test drive, I read the paper and we have the question of the day. G'day everyone, welcome to the podcast and what a glorious day here it has been in Adelaide, just one of those rare days that you get in the middle of winter, beautiful sunny, um, you know, clear skies, no wind, just absolutely gorgeous. Um, Last week when I did my podcast it was absolutely raining and miserable, so we're already off to a great start, so let's get straight into it. The first thing I wanted to go through... um, and it's something that um, a few people have asked me along the way: is should I test drive a car without uh, before test drive a car before I buy it? Um, and the short answer is yes. I always recommend that you should test drive a car, and it doesn't matter if it's a brand new car or a second-hand car. I mean, I predominantly worked in new cars um, when I worked at dealerships, and I was always surprised how many people didn't drive them it was like or it drives like a new car doesn't it well yes it does but not every new car drives the same (laughs) and it's certainly not going to drive the same as your 20 year old car so um you know how i always encourage people to have a test drive mainly for the for the reason that is much better that you drive the car and you don't like it um, at the test drive stage than we drive out of the dealership and um, you know you don't like it after you own it and have paid for it. So I'd certainly recommend that you test drive the car, try before you buy. Um, I, I still believe it's one of the key uh, pillars in, in your purchasing, um, making a, a decision when purchasing a car is the drivability. It's either going to confirm all your research that you've done to that point or do the complete opposite. So once you test drive the car, and I always used to say to customers um, when they were in the dealership is test drive the car while you're here. And at the end of the day, then if it's in the mix for you, then you know. Um, if it's not in the mix, it's also great to know that. So certainly drive the car. It's one of the ways to do your process of elimination as well. I always used to um, sometimes push it on people because... You know, you just sometimes sense uh, when you were selling that, you know, if this guy doesn't buy and uh, doesn't drive it and then he doesn't like it, we might have a few dramas down the track. So I always used to um, always used to push that. Um, if you're not comfortable, get the salesperson to take you around the block in the car, like just in the passenger seat. Um, always used to do that. I understand some people are really nervous drivers. Uh, they want to, you know, they want to drive it when they own it. I totally understand that as well. But um, you know, get the salesperson um, you know, to take you around the block. That can be another way to get around it. But yes, test drive the car before you buy it. I still think it's one of the, the big things in making a buying decision when buying a car. I hope that is helpful. Welcome back everyone. Now, on the weekend I did something I haven't done for quite a while. 
I read the newspaper. So I got this Saturday advertiser, and the only reason I really got it is because I wanted to actually check out the motoring section because I hadn't done this for ages, and um, this is something that we used to be a Saturday ritual when I was in the car industry because you would look and see uh, what is happening out and about in the, around the traps, and you'd see who, what ads you got and what the, your competitors are doing and all that type of thing. So I thought, I'm going to get the paper and see what the status is. Um, and I'm looking at it right now. You might be able to hear me sort of playing around with it. The, this is the motoring section, and man, it is super-duper thin. I mean, I started in the car industry in January 2006, so what's that, you know, over 11 years ago now, um, this thing was four or five times the thickness. And I understand we're in July and we've just come out of a busy period um, of the end of financial year. And, you know, there'll be quite a few people that aren't advertising because they would have spent all their, all their pennies in, uh, in the lead up to the end of financial year. And, um, you know, July is... Uh, traditionally a, a quiet month in the car industry you know the car industry is actually quite seasonal in the way things happen you have your quiet months and your um, and your busier months it's like uh, <laughs> it's almost like farming you know you have your harvest season and then you know you have uh, you know your planting season and all that type of thing so it is very seasonal so but still that is still very very thin and what I wanted to sort of um, gauge is is does anyone refer to the paper when they're buying their car? Like, is this a tool that you use? Is it all done online? Who, who still uses or you, refers to this as a reference when purchasing a car or do people just look at it on Saturday because, you know, that's maybe a bit of a ritual that you have every Saturday. You look at the, the car section. I mean, looking through it now, I mean... There is not a lot in here. I mean, there's a few reviews. You know, they had a review on the Suzuki Ignis, which is a good-looking car. Uh, they've got an ad here for the new Suzuki Swift. Um, I I uh, worked for a Suzuki dealership for many years, so I know that they always have that ad there. And, I mean, that ad there, God knows how much that costs. That's got to be like a three, four grand ad. So I wonder how much return on investment they're getting on that. Uh, but Suzuki, in the market for a car, Suzuki, very underrated brand. I can uh, vouch for that firsthand. Then we've got, yeah, this is funny, Adelaide Mini Garage, another place where I used to work. They've got their, um, their ad in the page, which is like a half a page. So that, you know, you're talking like five, six grand maybe to put that ad in there. So um, also another review, Mazda's in there. Mazda's always very proactive. Um, another review, uh, I'll tell you what, if you are selling your car privately, do not waste your money and put your ad, your classified ad in the paper. It's just money down, down the toilet. Um, the new Mercedes truck which is coming out, they've got a little article on that. So it's mainly just reviews like no Toyota, no Holden, no Ford. Like So I know it's a quiet time, but... Um, my point is, and the question I want to ask, and I'd love to get your feedback and comments in the section below, is do you refer to the motoring section when purchasing your car? In the, do you, does anyone use the newspaper? It's funny on the ads here, like at the top, they've got um, on 
every page right at the top they've got find your next car on car and it's got the car sales ad carsales.com.au they've got that on the top of every page i wonder how much they've paid for that it says find your next car there you go i might have started a trend there with this find your next car but it's interesting but yeah, it's super duper thin. I'm going to um, get it in a few weeks' time when we get into August and see if it's a bit thicker and, and more people, more players are going to be in there and whatnot. But there you go. I read the paper on the weekend, the first time in ages. Welcome back everyone, and now we have got the Ask Johnny C segment, and we've got question of the day, and the question of the day comes from Daryl, which asks, will electric cars ever take off? Yeah, that's a great question, um, Daryl, so thank you for sending that, that one in. Um, <clears throat> the short answer is, um, I believe yes, in time, and if. So at the moment, like if you want to buy an electric car, you have to be in a certain financial status, okay? So it's basically built for the people who are, who are, who are wealthy at, for the moment. So for electric cars to, I think, take off, it, they need to produce something that is, A, looks good, um, B, that, you know, people don't feel that it's um, not going to run well because it's an electric car or performance, I should say which Tesla has done that, okay, um, and it has to be priced to the masses. At, at the moment, that's not the case. Um, you know, Tesla is probably the, the leaders in this space, um, and they've sort of, <clears throat> excuse me, gone the opposite way. They've built like a really expensive car and are working sort of their way back. Now, there is going to be a Model 3 come out, I think, in Australia later this year or early next year. That's going to be around, it's about 35,000 US dollars, which means it's about 50,000 Australian dollars that's going to start at. So it's still even that, that's like entry level sort of, you know, Mercedes BMW. So it's still up there. So I think they will take off electric cars once they are, um, once they, um, you know, um, they can produce a car for the masses. So, I mean, if, if you have a look, I mean, there's a few cars out there. I mean, uh, the problem with the cars that are out there now, they're just ridiculously priced. Like, you look at, a, like, a BMW i3, it's like 80 grand brand new. It's like, uh, it, it it looks, <laughs> I don't know why for the, <laughs> why on earth they have to make these electric cars look like space-aged and totally different. Just just make them normal cars, look like normal cars. Um you know, the Mitsubishi had the Myvec, which looked like a golf car, like a big egg, and they had the Nissan had the Leaf as well, which once again, like they, I don't know, the manufacturers think they have to make these cars look space age or something like that. Just make them look like normal cars. That's why that's what Tesla's done. They've made them look just like a normal vehicle, and I think that's why one of the reasons why they're so far ahead in this space. Um, so, you know, apparently Ford on the verge of producing something or, you know, Volvo's on the verge of producing something. So it was a bit interesting to see what they come out with. But, um, yeah, they, I think ultimately they will. It's just a matter of 
um, can they appeal to the masses? I mean, if you look at the numbers over the last few years, that you know, if you think about it, in 2015, a million new cars were sold in Australia. In 2016, um, a million new cars were sold again. So the last two years, you know, you're talking electric cars. In 2015, 16 were sold. And last year, 219 were sold. So we're talking like itty-bitty numbers in the whole scheme of things. So uh, for the electric car to take off, um, yeah, they need to produce a car that, you know, appeals to the masses and is priced for the masses as well. But um, no, I think, I think in time, they certainly will become more and more. So thank you, Daryl, for your question. And... Um, Keep them coming in, guys. I hope um, this episode has brought value to you. Um, I'm always happy to answer any questions, so I'm going to get this up on our on my Facebook page. So any questions, just write in the comments below. I'm more than happy to help you out. So thank you for listening. Really do appreciate it. And this is John, your next car finder. <laughs>